Good morning and welcome to the first episode of Homefront Chronicles podcast, a journey through motherhood, life, and the service. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I decided to start this podcast as a way to share, you know, my journey through motherhood, the real life struggles, the victories, and just the whole journey. I plan to have on a variety of guests to share their experiences and hopefully to plug some resources for moms out there. I know when I was a first time mom, sometimes I would watch everybody's highlight reel and think, what am I doing wrong? It looks like everybody is thriving and I feel like I'm over here drowning when in all reality, we all have our struggles. It's just, we don't share that piece to the, you know, to the public, to our social media platforms and things like that. So I hope to have people on here that can be, you know, relatable and show you that everybody has a struggle and then being able to plug resources for moms of all walks of life. And if we can do that just to help each other, I think we definitely should. Even if it's just getting more organized in your week with the sports going on, getting out of that mill rut, sharing a variety of ideas, and just you know sharing a piece of this journey. Motherhood is challenging, but it's also a beautiful journey. And I hope y'all choose to go on that journey with me. I'd like today to go... And kind of tell you a little bit about myself and how I got to this podcasting world. Some of you have known me for many years while others are completely new to meeting me. So let's get into it. I am originally from Texas. I joined the military right out of high school. I left a week after graduating. I was 18 years old, joined the army, and I was an animal care specialist. I took care of military working dogs and absolutely loved that job. It was such a cool experience. And I always thought I wanted to be a veterinarian when I grew up. So of course I started there. I was first stationed in Oklahoma, which is where I met my husband, Brian. And I was there for a couple of years, just kind of getting started in my military journey. And then I decided that I wanted to reenlist, which means to say to the military, I'd like to serve some more time. And when you do this, sometimes you have the option of reenlisting for something. So I wanted to reenlist and go to Europe. I thought, Hey, cool. If somebody's going to send me over there, why not? I want to experience different things. I had never gone anywhere other than I had visited Mexico with my family, but I'd never been to Europe and I wanted to give it a go. So I raised my hand and committed to more time in the military and I got Germany. My mom didn't understand this wish. She was excited for me, but she of course didn't want me to go all the way to Europe. But it, it happened. And I received my email from my sponsor and the sponsor is the person that is going to give you all your information about where you're going. And they're the ones that kind of schedule, you know, how will you be picked up from the airport and all the in-betweens of your new job. And my sponsor told me that they were excited. I was coming to the unit and that they would already be in Afghanistan when I arrived, but they were looking forward to meeting me. And instantly my heart stopped. I was going to be deploying and instantly I was thinking my mom was right. Why did I do this? When you join the military, of course, there's always the thought that you may go to a war zone. Of course, you're joining the military, right? But when you're 18 years old, sometimes you don't always fully think about that. I I look back and I'm like, man, I was so naive thinking that that may never happen. And here I am, I'm going to, you know, a deployed area and already having to accept that I was moving overseas and that's a big move. And So I was, you know, I was nervous. I went through all the fills. My mom was, of course, 
nervous because, you know, her daughter was leaving to live overseas and then also going on a deployment. It was just a lot of change all at once. And so, but I mean, time marches on. So I got on that airplane and off I went to Europe. When I arrived, my suitcase was lost. That was my first life lesson in traveling that you should always have stuff in your backpack. I only had electronics and things for the airplane ride, but I didn't really think to pack extra clothes and things. And sure enough, my large suitcase was lost. So there I was in Europe and I had a backpack. And luckily, you know, my military counterparts that were there picked me up and took me to go purchase a few things. So I would have some different items and got settled in. And of course they eventually found my luggage a couple days later. And the military group that I was with helped me to get all my vaccinations up to date for deploying paperwork, all my gear, put me through some training. And then on an airplane, I went off to Afghanistan. I went and I ended up meeting so many amazing people, really developing some awesome bonds while I was there. It's like you when you're in the military, you develop these relationships that are, I mean, it's like another family, you know, you're in a foreign zone and you don't have anybody there with you except for these individuals. And you really develop such awesome relationships. And I still talk with some of them and, you know, it's like a whole nother family out there. And I'm so thankful for who I was with while I was deployed because they were wonderful. And I was there for about 10 to 11 months, taking care of any of the military working dogs that were injured in my area and just ensuring that they had the medical care that they needed. And then we went back to Germany and I was there for a year. I was, it was such a cool thing because every month or for the most part, most months we would have a four day weekend. And so this allowed you to travel. And I did that. I didn't see everything, but I saw a lot of cool stuff the Christmas markets, different countries, all kinds of stuff. I'll definitely do some episodes and share some travel info about that in future episodes. Europe was amazing. The food is amazing. You know, it was, it was a good experience. And Brian ended up coming to visit me while we were there. We were still dating. We dated long distance for two years and he came to visit me in Germany and we went to, you know, a couple things around Germany where I was already at. And then we went to France, Italy, and Italy is actually where he proposed to me. And, you know, if you were to ask him, he'll say that he totally had this plan to propose on this building that was actually called the wedding cake, but it was just a place we ended up. And he got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And of course I said, yes, here we are nearly 11 years later, still married. And once he went back to the stateside, we started discussing, you know, getting married and the ins and outs and when should we have our wedding and everything. And we quickly realized that we needed to make it legally, you know, get married officially sooner than later. I was due to leave Germany and he was in Oklahoma and getting stationed together. You of course have to be legally married for the military to recognize your relationship and where they're going to send you in the world. And so we got, we got engaged in August and married in November and I received orders to the East coast. Brian was still in Oklahoma. We started working very diligently to get him stationed where I was going. Cause we couldn't get my orders changed to where he was. And it was just so stressful. You know, you're about to, we've already been apart for two years and now we're married and we still can't seem to get our orders together. And Luckily, I mean, I had tickets. I was ready to go to Maryland and a week before my flight, somebody was able to intervene and get it changed. 
and I ended up being redirected back to Oklahoma. We were stationed at military bases that were about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes apart, and we lived in between them. And I was just thankful that we were able to be stationed in the same state, thank goodness. And we were there for a little while, and then we started having those big discussions should we both stay military or should one of us get out? You know, the back and forth started. We didn't want to deal with this again. You know, if one of us can't get stationed where the other one is, or, you know, what's going to happen when we have kids someday or mom's deployed here and dad's moving here. And we didn't want to deal with that. So we knew that one of us needed to exit the military. And at first I really didn't want to get out of the army. I enjoyed my job. I enjoyed what I was doing. But ultimately, we decided I would get out and go back to college. I wanted to finish my degree. I was working on it slowly but surely, one or two classes at a time. But I decided, you know what, if I get out, I can go to school full time and finish my degree and just be, you know, just be a civilian. And so that's what we did. I got out of the military and we moved over to where Brian was stationed. And pretty soon after I got out, he found out that he was deploying And so here we go again. And luckily his deployment wasn't a full year. It was going to be about four to six months. And so I was entering into my civilian life again and he was going off on a deployment. And so off he went and off I went, you know, kind of getting into the college world, you know, it felt different. I hadn't done the college experience yet. So that was all new to me and it was exciting. I got to meet some awesome people and I really enjoyed being in school you know, just, and then kind of finding myself again as a civilian after being in the military for six years, it was different to get out and just go back to wearing whatever I want to wear and doing my hair, however, and having to pick out what to wear every day. Cause I don't have a uniform to wear every day. It was just the little things. And so we did that deployment and I was in school. And then when Brian returned, we decided to have our first daughter, our little miss Allison, and she came into the world and such a blessing. And Um, you know, so then we started kind of adjusting to, you know, being new time, new parents and I was still doing college and I originally had planned to become a physical therapist and then quickly discovered that it was going to be pretty expensive. And then the school program was long and we were just kind of ready to be done with school and everything. I just wanted to get into my career. So that's when I decided to apply to a physical therapist assistant program, which is a two-year program, and it's night school. So then I knew I could work during the day, go to school at night, finish a little bit faster than the PT program, and so that's what we did. Um, As we were doing that, of course, right at the end of that two-year program is when COVID hit, and as we all know, our worlds were forever changed. You know, we didn't end up going to our official graduation ceremony when we graduated because nobody knew what to do. We were, you know, do we, are we quarantining? What are we doing? So we received emails saying that, congratulations, you have graduated, you know, and then I took my licensing exam past that. And then the job hunt began and it, it ended up being nice that I was home for a little while. You know, Allison's daycare closed down some And luckily they opened back up. I found a job at an orthopedic clinic for my first PTA job. I was so excited, uh, started working there. We were of course doing the masks and following all the, all the protocols and things in this new unknown world. And then we decided to have our second child, Miss McKenzie. And we originally had planned for me to be pregnant while Brian, like right before Brian was leaving for deployment and 
He would come back right before she was due to be born. That was the plan. We had it all set. And then the military had a new plan. Brian ended up not going on the deployment we thought he was going on. He went on a different one. And so Mackenzie ended up being about six months old when he left, which was difficult because originally we thought, okay, while he's deployed, we'll have Miss Allison and I'll be pregnant and that'll be hard, but doable. And I'll still be working full time. But now I've got these two little ones in my hands and I'm working full time. And now Brian's gone for six months and we had discussed it. You know, can, can I work full time and manage these two little girls and hold down the fort while you're gone? And I tried, I backed down my hours at work a little bit. They were very understanding and knew that, you know, drop off times and everything. I was going to be juggling a lot, but they were supportive. And so we, however, very quickly, I realized that this was not going to work. My oldest daughter very much struggled with this deployment. This was the first time that she had experienced Brian being gone. She had never had to experience that. And so for her, for her to try and understand the concept of your dad is going across the world and he is going to be gone for half of a year it's hard for a child to take all of that in. She was in pre-K at the time and, you know, it was difficult to adjust. Plus she had a new sister, a six month old sister. And so she was already getting used to, you know, sharing that time with her mom and dad and adjusting to another new baby in the world. And she had had five years of just her, me and Brian, and now her life had changed. And so to add on top of that, that now your dad is also going to be gone for six months. That was a lot for her and totally understandable. And so I could tell that she was struggling and, you know, my cup was empty from trying to keep everybody, you know, all the pieces together. And so I ended up telling my work, I'm going to have to step away. You know, my kids, you know, they need me and I need to give them all of me and they were extremely supportive and understanding. And, you know, I stepped away from my, my job, my career and put that on hold. And that way I could give my girls everything that I could, all the time and attention I could possibly give them to try and keep everybody together and happy and moving forward while Brian is gone. And it was difficult, you know, deployments are not easy. And as everybody knows, as soon as your husband is gone, everything seems to go wrong. It felt like everything was against us but we made it through it. We had the support of our church, our community. My parents came in to visit us as frequently as they possibly could and were as supportive as they could be. And then thankfully we were able to FaceTime with Brian occasionally. And so that was good for Allison and Mackenzie, you know, she would see him on there and she would call my phone daddy. That was daddy to her was my phone because she was so young when he left. And just as he was about to return, I was thinking, okay, Alyssa, you've done it. You've made it through this deployment. Everybody is in one piece and we're just so happy to have Brian home. And then I get the message from him saying that we are moving to Hawaii. And I know what you're thinking. Hooray, beaches, the sand. Oh my gosh, what an adventure. You're going to live in Hawaii. And yes, all of those things are there. However, when you're feeling as weary as I was feeling at the end of the six months of just feeling like I was just drowning for six months 
And now I find out that we're going to have to, you know, ship our car, all of our household goods, pick up everything, sell our home and move to Hawaii. That was a lot on top of just, I felt like I was already, you know, tired. I was already tired and I had already told my job that I was planning to return. I was so excited to go back to my job and, you know, then I had to call them and say, actually, I'm moving to Hawaii in six months. And again, they're fantastic. I want to give a shout out to my previous job. Y'all are amazing. I miss you guys so much. They're wonderful. And they allowed me to come back and work part-time up into the move, which was great. It was nice to get back out into the career world. I wanted to be in the career world. Um, so yeah, then that journey started. Brian came home. Once we all got settled and reintegrated, we started the preparations for the move. So we listed our house for sale. We found out all the information of how to do the move. And I'll do a separate episode about the move because it's a big, a big experience. And I, I'd love to share some of the tips, tricks, mistakes that I made, all the things in between to whoever else is preparing for a big move like that. And for the most part, I'd say everything went fairly smooth. Our house sold we moved into a hotel with six totes, three suitcases, a pack and play, car seats, two girls, and off we went to Hawaii. We arrived in Hawaii and we lived in a hotel for six weeks. We actually ended up meeting um, several friends there that, you know, the kids could play with and everything. It was really wonderful. And then we got into our home that we're in now. And then we started looking for getting the kids enrolled in school and daycare and all the things. And you know, I got Allison enrolled in school, but the daycare process was a little bit more difficult. They go off of a kind of a priority list. And so if you're not currently both employed, you're basically a very low priority. And I was told you really won't get any daycare until you have a job. However, I looked at it, you know, how can I have a job if I don't have child care, you know? So I started looking at that in between portions and trying to figure out how do I get childcare and what am I going to do here? And then looking at the school schedules, my daughter's school had certain days that they get out earlier than usual and, you know, trying to figure out how can I become employed and tell my employer, you know, these are my hours I'm able to work and just kind of all the in-betweens. And it started feeling like it was going to be very difficult to be in the career, career world while finding childcare and all the things. And then I was also watching my girls. Allison and Mackenzie were both thriving since we arrived here. I saw them both coming out of their boxes. Allison has always been an outgoing kid, but she was becoming just so much more adventurous and just so happy. And I originally thought that this move would be very challenging for her. She had had a hard year with her dad being gone. And then now we're uprooting her and moving her here. And I thought it was going to be hard, but she was thriving and I absolutely loved watching her making all these new friends. And I finally had time to be able to put her in swim lessons and gymnastics and soccer and going to the park all the time and play dates and all and the beach and just all these things. And I quickly started thinking, is this the time, you know, is this the time for me to return to the career world? Is this the right moment? And that's hard as a mom. And I never pictured myself staying home with my kids. I love my kids, but I always pictured myself being a career woman. I wanted to be out in the world, climbing the ladder, doing all the things 
and striving just for, you know, just continuing to move forward. And so it was hard for me to go back and forth on what should I do? But when I watch my kids doing so well, that's what I love right there. I love watching them do well. And so then I started thinking, what can I do that can still allow me to make a positive impact on other people's lives and still have some, a piece of the puzzle that's for me, you know, for me to feel like I'm doing something else outside of just motherhood because motherhood is wonderful, but we still need a piece for us. We still need, you know, a piece for the mom to not lose, you know, a piece of your identity. And that's when I started thinking about podcasting. I enjoy listening to podcasts. That's a fun piece of my day. Even if I'm just like cleaning, driving, whatever, I just enjoy hearing other people's stories. I love meeting new people. It's one of the many things I loved about being in the physical therapy world, you know, meeting all my new patients and hearing their stories and their struggles and helping them get back to doing what they love to do. That brings me so much joy. And so I decided I want to start this podcast. I want to be a positive piece in your day. I want to give you the laughs that you need to get through your day. I want to be relatable and show you that we're all in this journey. Okay. And if I can plug in resources to help other moms out there with any of their struggles or be a safe place for you to talk about, like the struggles you're going through, I want to be that person for you. I want to share, you know, how I made my week a little bit easier with my new pressure cooker meals or you know, any of that stuff. And then having, like I said, we're going to have guests on here, different walks of life. I hope to be such a great piece of your day once a week. Um, so yeah, so I hope that you'll go along on this journey. Thank you for listening this far into the episode. I look forward to chatting with you guys each and every week. You can find me on Instagram at homefront homefront chronicles podcast or on TikTok at homefront chronicles Go give it a like and a follow, and I hope you have a blessed day, and I will catch you next week. Bye.